This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, to know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, no idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 45 of the What's Next Podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. My name is John Ross Dyke the First, and kids, before we get started with the episode, hold on, I gotta turn this Nice Guys music back up, baby. <laughs> Are you rocking with the Nice Guys like I am? Kids, before we get started with the episode, I want to introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Go ahead. Uh, so, on Facebook, and on my Instagram, it is Kizzle, K-I-Z-Z-O-E. Okay. And uh, Houston, Texas, my name is John Ross Dyke the First, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would, connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website. It's still visionary, V-I-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y dot com. That's it. Today. <laughs> and um, if, you're, if you're looking, me and the love of my life here... We have on matching shirts, Winning. okay? The What's Next t-shirt, mm -hmm. right? And uh, you can get that. It's available on my website at stillvisionary.com slash apparel. How are you? I'm good. Good. This is episode number 45 okay. of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc., like I said before. Okay. And episode 45, when I think about that number, it's composite, okay. right? You know what composite means? Keep going. Composite means this, that it's divisible by more than itself and one. That's what composite means, okay. right? So, episode number 45, I think of the great Michael Jordan. Me too. When he came back to the game, he so, wore the yeah. number 45, okay. right? And so, on my Instagram, in promotion of this 
episode, I'm going to put a picture of Michael Jordan up in the number 45. Okay. And I'm going to say episode number 45 featuring my lovely wife. Mm. Check it out at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay. 45, I think about the seven episodes that I missed this year. And one of my goals for next year is to make sure that I drop 52 episodes. Yeah. Okay. 52 episodes, right? So um, I'm back where I started this podcast off at. Okay. In my humble abode mm. here. Okay. I recorded yeah. episode number one here. I recorded episode number seven. Uh, episodes number 1523 here. Mm. And this one, episode number 45 here. Episode uh, number 36 I recorded in my dad's office. Okay. And I think I did those five. Five from 45 is 40. So 40 other episodes. I did four in LA. And you didn't lost me with all these numbers. I did two in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest, I got Houston Creatives, right? Okay. okay. So the beauty of being a creator. Okay. Or a creative. Creative. Is that um, you can include and not include who you want to in your creation. Mm. Right. So as a boss, okay, this this podcast is for the creatives to tell their journeys, okay. share with us their depictions, and give us what's next, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I wanted to bring you on this episode to close out the year, and I think I might make it a, 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 a routine thing, an annual thing. <laughs> you get to close it out as, okay. one, as my biggest fan. You get okay. to close it out. And uh, um, be on a podcast. Is this your first podcast this year? This is my first podcast this year. Good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. How many podcasts have you done total? Uh, I've done all my podcasts with you. Good. And I think this would be the third one. Good. Yes. I think we yes. did one. We did one in a studio once. Before I got married. Okay. To t Shout out to T. Melly. We did one after we got married. Yes, 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 yes. And now we're doing one again. Yes, yes. Episode. I don't know Welcome. why I use married, but yeah. Welcome to the What's Next podcast. What's next? Shit, a lot, yeah. a lot. But um, so uh um, this decade is closing, right? It's closing now in fourteen years. It's closing now in twenty three hours. We'll be in a new year in a few, mm. right? When you recollect on this decade, uh, what comes to mind? Well, 10 years ago, I was 24. Okay. Um, 24 was around about the time that I had like a mid-20s crisis. Mm. Um, I was trying to do the most with the least. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I think I was, you know, just in a place where I want to do things, but my funds were not. What does that look like? Uh, that looks like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Okay. And that for, looks for, like, for the people that are not as biblically inclined, what does uh, that look like? That's not even biblical. It is. You said Peter and Paul. That, ain't they? No, hold on. I don't want to sound, like <laughs> sound like. Who are they? I don't want to sound like. I don't want to sound like I don't know they? what. Hold on. Um, it sounds like. Uh, I had a job. I graduated college, uh -huh. and I got a job in my field of choice at the time. Where'd you my go to degree. school at? My initial university was the University of Oklahoma. Ooh, we Boomer hold on Sooner. now. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. Sooner born, listen. sooner bred. Listen, till I born. die, I'm sooner dead. Is like, that what y'all said at the school? Yes, man. Um, it was. It was rough. We don't even have to discuss that. I'm glad you didn't want. We don't even. Okay. <laughs> Look, you got because, me going to the falsetto. 
because because uh, we don't even soon, have to discuss that. Sooner born, sooner bred got got really dead. Ooh, it was <laughs> got slaughtered. Ooh, turned the TV. Ooh, I didn't. Wanna... I had to argue with people who didn't go to school. They didn't even go to LSU. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I went to OU. Like, I went there. I like, didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to text you when that happened. Right. Yes. I didn't want to text you, but I did text my old boss. The lady that gave me my job and said congratulations. To what she went to LSU? Yeah, she went to LSU. Damn. Shout know, out to Miss Williams. Yeah, and Crystal Beasley. Crystal Beasley yeah, went to she, and my boy Wayne Willis. Quiz he went to note, he um, went to he went to LSU too. No, some, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. At <laughs> some point I wanna give, you know, some type of kudos and thanks to those. But Crystal Beasley, not this pat this game, but I think the last game, she did like a little watch party and she invited me. And I just appreciate her for always just trying to get me out of my house. Because mm-hmm. I think a couple of months back, she invited me to a party and I was just like, nah. Mm-hmm. But um, Crystal LSU did really put a whooping on us. So yeah. Um, yeah. shout out to LSU <laughs> and those Tigers. <laughs> What's y'all mascot? Uh, we are Sooners. Let me see. Hold on. The sewing scene, man. I think we got a horse now with a wagon. Okay. I don't think we just have like an actual. We probably do. Don't okay. look. I'm Shout not... out to Shasta. Shasta the Cougar. You of H and the Butte. I got to do better. I gotta Texas do bread. Texas fed. You know what? In my other school, <clears throat> PV, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what their mascot is. What's their mascot? They're a panther. Okay. No doubt. No All doubt. Day. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. So, um, where were we going with this? This decade. <laughs> so, this decade. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I was having like a mid-20s crisis uh-huh. and um, just wasn't happy with where I was. Wanted to do more. Um, found myself always having to, you know, uh, ask for money from my parents. And mm. um, I think I was borrowing a little bit. I think I may have borrowed from you or something. You may have helped me out, but I was not just, I, I just was not happy. You, you, you ain't got to make me look like, oh, no, 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 don't, don't. No, you did, you did, you did. No, 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 you ain't got to, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't. Go ahead. Okay, maybe you did. <laughs> Go but, ahead. But um, I had a little scheme going on at the time. I, I wish, I wish not to disclose it. Okay, good, no doubt. But. um, Is it, this something you told me already? Yeah, you okay. already know. Okay. But okay, it was no how doubt. I was just managing my money at the time. When I would uh, travel, I would get travel checks. And so I would stack them up because my job would allow me to do um, three months. You can Every three months, you could turn them in. Oh, you can turn them in monthly, however. Mm-hmm. But I would always turn mine in every three months. But it was just like this way I was just managing my money. Um, that kind of helped me be able to stay above water. But in the process, I realized that I wasn't what happy where I was. And so I had... You know, just consider what can I do, where I want to go, where I want to see myself. And I just remembered at the clinic that I worked with, there was an, a black nurse who reached out to me and she was like, hey, you ought to consider nursing. Um, she had the first black nurse posted on her um, office and she just always spoke positivity in me. And then mm. I saw that she drove a Mercedes. So I was mm. just like, yo, okay, maybe I should mm. think about nursing. Mm-hmm. So, of course... Um, Side note, side note. Houston, Texas, the promo video that uh that I show at the beginning of each episode, that was her Benz. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was washing and wiping that thing down because I was like, hey baby, I'm gonna use this in the in the in the video. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Yeah. 
So, um, I was stunned at that time. <laughs> our beings at that time, hours. Um, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. Go, hours, 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 hours. If you're a real Martin fan, you know, <laughs> no need to explain, but anywho, um, so she kind of put the um nugget of door nursing and then i had a good friend randy she was a nurse who always shout out to that southwest spoke, uh, highly about the profession mm-hmm. and so um and then at the time my sister-in-law she was saying well i think i'm gonna go back to nursing school so mm-hmm. it was just uh, kind of like a ton of affirmations confirmations and um i put a plan plan in place and so um Within a year, I did all my prereqs, um, and then it was Jr. who told me to apply to PV because at the time I wasn't trying to apply to PV. I was actually yeah. trying to get back out of Texas. Yeah, um, and, and I so, wasn't trying to let her go, y'all. Yeah, I wasn't trying to let her go, <laughs> baby. Is that red light on? Yes. Okay, yeah. I wasn't trying to let her go, and so we 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 went up. Shout out to Avery Norris. We went up to San Antonio with yeah. Avery. Yeah, we her cousin, to go to UTSA. Our cousin. Yeah. 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 We went up to San Antonio, and then I was just like, listen, what about PV nursing? Because I think PV nursing is like number one in the state of Texas, number one or two in the state of Texas. Yeah. And we got it. We got in. Longest two years of our lives. Yeah. Delivering pizzas, deliver, currying, driving yeah. school buses. Oh, man. When my I wife, tell you. My wife now, my girlfriend then dumped me. Humble, begin- humble beginnings, like yeah. Broke up with me. Started a company then. Was was robbing pay- Peter to what'd you say? Robbing Peter. Robbing to Peter, pay Peter to pay Paul with yeah. the company. Got on my my wife got on my ass every day. So um so um moving forward. Moving forward. Yeah. Uh, so you know, finished nursing school. Uh, of course, became a bedside nurse. Um, loved it. I think we got opportunities. Like, I started really traveling. Got a passport. Mm. Um, you went shot. to a few places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Started started traveling. Started seeing beaches. I'm gonna real tell you beaches, this, not you know, Galveston. In this decade, in this decade, you um, you traveled to a few places. Yeah. And and I really didn't have a lot of, to do. While you were gone. So I was just like, woo, you know, when's she going to text me? When's she going to call me? In the next decade, in a few hours, right? Well, um, several hours. Okay. You go, you travel anywhere. I got a lot to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Explain. You know, just grinding. Okay. You know what I mean, okay. I mean, this decade, this decade for me was massive. Well, I would hope that wherever we travel or wherever I travel now, you're going to No doubt. Me. For sure. You know I mean? For sure. I think a lot of that was... Um, well, if you ain't got a passport, if you ain't got it, hey. Yeah, because I wasn't I'll, trying to get no passport. Uh, <laughs> so, um, seeing that you have a passport now. Oh, yeah, I do. seeing that we're married now. Um, I mean, I can't. I mean, I can go on trips without you. Yeah. But um, if I was to do a trip, um, it's always going to be with you coming with me and mine now. So, let me, let, let, let's take it here. So, um. One thing I always say on the podcast, right, and, and initially, around episode 27, okay. shout out to my brother Clint Brownlow. You know Clint. I've talked about Clint a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to my brother Clint Brownlow. Um, he's one of the ones that um, watches the podcast and might watch the podcast with a pen and a pad. Okay. 
right? And, you know, you've always been on me ever since the first production company to open up, right. to uh, take criticism, right. to learn from it, right? So um, Clint said to me, hey, man, you know, people are kind of getting lost, mm-hmm. right? There is no boom. This is what this podcast is about. So you need to kind of do that. So at episode 27, mm-hmm. I started to say that um, this is a podcast for artists, mm-hmm. I heard that word when I was listening to the podcast on the way to L.A. this year. Mm -hmm. And I said, I kind of need to change that to creatives because I think that everybody has a creative something about them. Agreed. So in the nursing profession, right, how do you create or or how are you more creative in the nursing profession? Mm. Uh. Because some I, I, I can imagine. Right. Okay. I see you. It's it's a six forty five to maybe sometimes six forty five p.m. a.m. Mm-hmm. seven thirty a.m. But how are you creating as you are punching the clock? So, um, yeah. I, <laughs> I, the thing is this: I, I believe that I am creative some way. I just haven't necessarily honed into those skills. And I think that um, with where we are now, something creative may come out of mm. what where we what we've been through. Um, some may be birthed out of that creative for me. Mm-hmm. The thing with nursing is nursing in my head is like the military. Mm. And the reason why I say this is because um, what a lot of these new nurses don't realize, or even some of your old nurses, is that if you mess up you can really harm a person's you you can you can kill somebody let's mm. put it out there so um there are a few things that nurses can do um without an order uh mm. think about the military um i remember there was a movie it was like did i give you that order a few good men a few good men who gave the order mm. and so the thing is this if it was not ordered it mm. don't get done mm. you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if a medication is not ordered, a nurse cannot go and say, oh, well, you having pain. I'm going to give you some Percocet or I'm about to give you a Norco or Tylenol. Yeah. It requires for a physician to write an order. And then even as that nurse, what you will have to do is say, mm, my patient blood pressure may not be, you know, suitable for some type of pain medication. Maybe they can just tolerate some Tylenol or maybe they just need a back rub or they need a heating pad, something mm-hmm. along those lines. So in being creative, um, I don't see that there is a lot, there are a lot of avenues where you can just come up with this mm-hmm. uh, skill set or mm-hmm. come up with this uh, talent. Yeah, or... talent. And, yeah. you know, um, but the field of nursing is sorry about that. But Go the ahead. field of nursing is fairly young as far as developing its body. Mm-hmm. of knowledge and his body of work um mm-hmm. in as far as literature so um i guess there are still areas where if for whatever reason the lord dropped that million dollar idea that could change the face of nursing and how we provide care at the bedside um that opportunity is still available but at this point um in your daily workings um something it's very standardized it's mm-hmm. very um if you don't have an order, you don't do it. Now, you know, um, we're big fans, or you were a big fan of Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. right? 
I still watch. I don't. <laughs> I'm not as current as the seasons tell, but I watch the old seasons with Lizzie and Karev. Right? You good? What? what? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm trying to get over this cold. <laughs> so, um, um, how accurate? Hold on. Let me, hold on, baby. You all right? You all right? <laughs> You good? Yeah. So, how accurate uh, is this show? I, and you know, it's a little drama. It's a lot of drama involved. I mean, it's meant to entertain. It's meant to showcase a it certain thing. It is Hollywood. Thing. Okay. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. You're not for to catch a, a doctor trying to put an IV in and hang some saline. Um, sometimes you look at the rhythm. It might say VTAC, but it's Brady. Um, I've seen what they've taped uh stuff to look like it's a it, it's it, it's not real okay um i think there's that, some parts i think that are there real. are many parts that are real as far as the medical diagnosis and maybe even some of the procedures that you would do to treat it or to you know do surgery but as far as them doctors at the bedside just loving on a patient no mm. because a doctor is trained oh you have this problem how can I fix it? Mm -hmm. it? It is not versus nursing is like, okay, oh, well, how stressed are you? Oh, do you know that stress is the one of the leading causes of a heart attack? A doctor is going to be like, look, your cholesterol is high, so I'm going to throw you on this pill. Um, your arteries are blocked, so I need to do some type of surgery. Um, it's very, you have a disease, how can I eradicate it or how can I fix it? immediately yeah whereas a nurse will look at the whole picture well who do you live with well how are you eating well what does your meal look like uh how often are you walking or you know when do you take your blood sugars doctors Down. Uh, yeah and then especially in the icu these people are so sick mm. or have so many multiple comorbidities the goal is just to keep them alive mm. You know, yeah. that, that's the goal. Okay. You know, for most of them. And, I mean, the ICU mortality rate is greater than 50%. So. Do, you, do you think that you can successfully write a show about nursing? Make it dramatic if you got the budget to do so? Uh, if I wanted to. but Because, I mean, I've sat with you and Stria. I've sat with you and my sister, who, by the way, is a nurse, and you inspired She's to be a awesome nurse, nurse. right? I've sat with y'all, and I've listened to how y'all talk, and almost, you know, the conversation is just to the point where I'm just like, I'm just sit over here. I'm the spoof in the corner, right? Do you think that you could, you know, pin that, mm. make it suspenseful? I could. Yeah? Yeah. Anybody can. You think, sure? Yeah. Just like, uh, I, don't you think you could do about for teaching? Oh, yeah. I wrote a short about teaching. Yeah. I, I think I could write one. The thing is, uh, would it be good? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you, you get know, some. Mine get, might be too technical. No, mine listen, might be. You get some. Because, I mean, looking at looking at, at Grey's Anatomy, I never thought that doctors didn't do that. Well, I mean. I've seen what doctors do. You see what they do now, huh? <laughs> yeah. I see what they do now, but I mean, I never would have. When I see the show, I don't ever think that that's not what a doctor would or would not do. And it's Hollywood. Of course. Uh, I think that, 
You know, let me not say that in all cases that a doctor will not uh, put an IV in because there are times where you need a physician to put an IV in because um, we can't see their veins as a nurse or um, they might have, you know, they just might be a vascular nightmare. You, you just can't get access because their diabetes or their peripheral vascular disease is so bad. Um, so, yeah, you will need a physician to put an IV in. But just a physician coming in, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm going to put this IV in so that we can start your medicine. No, that's a nursing skill. Okay. You know, um, so, uh, yeah, um, it's your nurses who really care for a patient. You know, they're, you're under a f- physicians. And the thing is this, don't get it totally um, construed. Don't, 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 don't take this, what I'm saying, for a negative. Mm-hmm. Um, you are definitely under a physician's care. Mm-hmm. But when you are, especially in the ICU, it's that nurse that's watching you. It's that mm-hmm. nurse that's looking at the trends. It's that nurse who is like, mm, something ain't right. I didn't have them for the last two or three days, and I know this. Granted, the physician is doing the same thing too, but it's that it's it's nurses who really just kind of care for a patient. Yeah. So. So um, let me lighten the mood and take you along this podcast journey. Okay. Okay. On the What's Next podcast, I ask this question, and I'll ask you the same question. What song's on your mind right now? Yo, that's a good question. Um, I think whenever you ask me this question, you asked me the last time, I Mm -hmm. couldn't just say one. I rattled off a whole. Uh, Because I'm going to rattle off a few. I'm going to rattle off a few. Um, But what's been blasting is this Kanye West. (laughs) Jesus is king and Jesus is born. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh my god. What about it? What song specifically? Because uh, I'm gonna tell you this. I was I was in the studio, um, the white room, uh-huh. the studio I have moved some of the podcasts to. Right, I was mm-hmm. in the studio, and I was talking to my dog three, and and three was playing the live show, the the one at Lakewood. That's the one that will. Touch your soul. And like. three three mentioned he he mentioned something. I was like, because before then I was like, hey, <laughs> excuse me. I was like, what's next for him? You know what I'm saying? Because as an artist, even myself, as an artist, I do a project, and I'm thinking I'm I'm in episode 45 right now, but I'm thinking about episode 46 as well and 47 so my whole thought process is he does this project cool what is he gonna do next as an artist because he's a he's a hip-hop artist and he happened to do a gospel album he's a gospel artist now okay solely i don't know if it's solely but i do know that uh he listen i really don't care Okay. Let me let me explain. So what song specifically is on your mind from him? Oh and man. you can rattle a few if you I want to. We got time. Let's let's go here. For on the first um Jesus is King. Okay. Um Water just did something to me. Okay. And and the reason why I liked water was uh because water is the purest thing uh that is available, that's living in okay. you know, on earth. And um, the body is made up of mostly water. And so, um, and then that's another thing as far as um, just going back to when we used to take communion at my church. Mm. uh, We didn't do the grapefruit or we didn't do um, any of the 
the the wine. Mm-hmm. What we did was water because uh, when he was pierced in the side, it said literally in the Bible, out came blood and water. Mm-hmm. So when I listened to water and I was like, yo, that's pure. Is that on the second album? That's or the on first? the first one. Okay, water. Another one was. What was the uh, one where. It, where was God the one? is. Mm, I think that might be the one where he was like, this is my life. This, this is my wife. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's so, the one I saw at Lakewood. I was like, yee. We were jumping up. I was jumping up at the studio like. Ah! So even before he started doing like gospel music, I've always had this connection with Kanye music. Now, mm. so he kind of went off a little bit to where I was like, ooh, I, Kanye, this is a bit much for You're me. You talking about the G. Says one, yeah, college, mm. college dropout, late mm. registration. Uh, I'll, you know, even when he did the Watch the Throne, like mm. I really enjoyed that one <laughs> with him and um, Jay Z. Jay Z, but um, when he came out with this this album and he did God Is, because one of real put me on God Is, she was like, I like God Is, mm. and so. <clears throat> She's just trying to to get over that cold, y'all. I had to go back and listen to it, but it's crazy because our church used to sing God. Mm, I love it. I love it. Go go ahead. Go ahead. You can go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to sing the bass. I'm going to sing the bass. You sing sing, sing the uh, tenor. No, not not, not my mama God is. Yeah. No. He's my joy. No, not that one. He's my rock. No, not that one. Not okay. that one. Okay, which one this is, is it? This is the one Gaskill used to leave. Pastor Gaskill oh, yeah, used to yeah. leave. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to feel the best part. I got, I got a, a shelter in the time of storm. That's not it. Listen to the CD. That's not it. No, that's the one we used to sing at the church. But there is a song called God. Is. Yeah, I know. I know. And so, do you know it? I'm Yes. Go ahead, sing it. No. Why? Because I'm hoarse. <laughs> 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 so so the one I'm singing, the shelter in the time of storm is the one your mama used to sing. That's the one my mama used to kill. Okay. Yeah. Kill. Yeah. Kill, y'all. Yeah. She be in church. <laughs> Baby, is that red light on? Yes. Okay. She be in church and that head be lean back. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I get up at that time. She yeah. used to sing that thing. So shout uh, out to my mother in law, Mrs. Farmer. I love you. Yeah, mama, I love you. <laughs> but uh, so that was from the original, one. Okay. and then like the Sunday service was mm. with the choir that he had, and the reason why that just touched me because, man, I grew up in the church. Mm. Like, um, I, I want to say I did too, but I didn't. I crawled. I on, did, but I didn't. And and, and we're gonna get there. And I crawled <laughs> on the the floor of our church, and um, a part of growing up in the church, we used to do this thing called. Youth Weekend and District 12 and all this other stuff. And we were under the leadership of this guy named Brother Ayers, who was serious about getting these songs. And so just all the songs on there just had like melodies, choruses, hooks, like a lead. And it was like old school gospel. If you live in Houston and you, your mama used to cut 90.9 on in the morning, mm. these were the songs that you, you would hear. Mm. You know, these were the type mm. of songs that you would hear. So... um Man, more than anything, you know, Lord, I love you. That one. He, he did a little rendition of that one. Anything. So, um, big ups to Kanye West. It shows where, hey, the power of God, transformation mm. on your life. And mm. 
what he can do. So I mean, I I, I know that Christians because he said he said something on the album where Christians gonna judge or something like that. Absolutely. Um, I know that um aspect, but my whole thing as an artist is, and this has always been my thing about artistry as an artist. My only my only thing was what am I gonna do next? Mm-hmm. Because when you get into the market of creating something, you put something out and then you're just like, okay, this is out now. Or even when it comes out, what am I going to do next to continue my brand? Well, I think now with Kanye West, uh, it's not a matter of him or maybe, but this is just my thinking. It's not a matter of what he himself wants to do next. Uh-huh. It's a matter of where the Holy Spirit takes him. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Like... Um, I don't think his creativity comes from, is this beat good anymore? Or is mm. this? It comes from a purpose of, all right, am I pleasing God? Mm. You know, um, so I don't think his is a matter of, I got to, you know, put out the next best, next best album. Mm-hmm. What I think his is along the line is, how can I walk in my purpose mm. in God? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people's like, oh, find your purpose. But you got to put that little second half on it after the comma in God. And mm-hmm. I think that's what Kanye is to mm-hmm. where now he's susceptible to just hearing from him. And in my own life, there are times that you get God will talk to you directly. Like mm-hmm. it's only a matter of just being available to hear. So mm-hmm. his what's next may not be how you are mm-hmm. processing your what's mm-hmm. next. Okay, so so you said water, God is, that's off of uh Man, the whole, like, all of them. Chick-fil-A, <laughs> like. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, go ahead, close and, on and, Sundays, and I guess And so people getting caught up on, oh, Chick-fil-A closed on Sunday. But I remember, I don't know if you remember when, uh, I, I was like, yo. We need to invest in Chick-fil-A. No, fool. <laughs> <laughs> When we were just no. we were like, we're going to invest in Chick-fil-A. And no, then- no, no. I got a couple of coworkers who are seven-day Adventists, mm. and they believe in keeping the Sabbath day holy. Mm-hmm. And so, the, you know, that whole argument about- As Masons, we, we believe the same thing. Right. So, you know, there's an argument about uh, when is the Sabbath day? Is it a Saturday? Is it a Sunday? Is mm. it a whatever? So, I'm at the point to where in my life, I was like, yo- Today is my Sabbath. I ain't mm. doing nothing. And I think that's what he mean by clothes for Chick-fil-A. Like, Chick-fil-A is like, you know what? Look, this is the day we're going to set aside where our employees will be able to go and worship their God. Go. So I think that people need to stop looking at it as Chick-fil-A closed on Sunday. Oh, Sunday is the only day that I can praise God. Sunday is the only day that I can't. No, man. If it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday... Shut it down and de- dedicate that day, Sabbath, Chick Fil A Sunday, to God. So it's so the song is a metaphor. Yeah, I, in, in, my, in my in my opinion, don't don't I don't think that it is so literal to where you cannot generalize it to another day. Mm-hmm. Because if you like myself, some days I work on Sunday, mm-hmm. or some days I work on Saturday. I don't never work on a Sunday. Unless I'm doing the podcast. No, you work on Sundays. How? Man, you always doing something. You always tick, 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 tick over here. <laughs> like you always. It's never. It's never. You you, you always. But, okay. Um, what other songs on your mind? Uh, 
what was our song from Alicia Keys? Oh, um, um, I'm ready. Honest. Yeah, that that's always a hit. Uh, what else I be jamming around the house? Well, it's the song of, of the moment. Whatever song, whatever song that you're thinking about at the moment. Oh well, because I, I got three I that think, I'm gonna give you. I think the Kanye West CD. I've been having that on rotation. So both of them. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So for me, okay, um, I so serve. No, song. Come man, on, man, I, I need know. Nas to just acknowledge you as much as you shout <laughs> this man out like Nas for real. Like, a, like, do something. Hit the like button, my nigga. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, um, I served in church the okay. last the last Sunday of 2019. I served. I did four services. They be singing some good church songs. I, I did so, four okay. services. Yeah. One of those services is a gospel, a Christian contemporary song called "Hallelujah Here Below." Okay, mm-hmm. by Evelation Worship. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love their music. Yeah. I love their music, but I love the way the church plays it because they play, they literally warm up right before service starts, maybe okay. an hour, hour and a half before service starts. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Hallelujah here below. Okay. Then I got to go, of course, with my boy Nasty Nas. I got to go Nas and Mob Deep, Nas and Mob Deep, family, okay. family. Family and and and, and uh, you know what? In this this decade, okay, this decade specifically from two thousand nine to two thousand nineteen, every December, I would say December the twenty sixth on when Kwanzaa starts, right? Okay. Shout out to Kwanzaa. I think I think this is what the don't get me. Wait, we wait, wait. Today about that. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Today is the twenty. Today is the thirty fourth. First, has my black heart been revoked? No, okay, because Kwanzaa is really like like uh, we had a, we RGB, had a, but we community. had a discussion about it. You was like, "Yo, I did, I did day one and day three, so I think we're on day seven, six now, six because it goes from December the twenty sixth to January the first. I just have to educate myself on it. It's um, no problem, but but what I was saying was, um, what what was I saying? I was saying. Every December, every from December the twenty sixth when Kwanzaa starts to about the first of the year, mm-hmm. right? I always put on Nostradamus, right? That's a Nas record. That's a Nas okay. album, and um, song I always go to is Family. Okay, Nas featuring Mob Deep and New World on that album. So those are my three: New World, Family, and Hallelujah Here Below. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have to check them out. I okay. probably didn't hear them. Yeah, you didn't hurt. I yeah. was playing. I was playing one earlier. Yeah. Okay. So, um, today is December the thirty first. Mm. <laughs> this decade. Hold on. Before I get to that point, this decade, right, for me, mm. has been monumental. Okay. Okay. We connected back up in this decade. Well, we we connected back up in two thousand eight. Okay. Okay. And we, you know, fell in love. In this decade, <laughs> we fell in love in this decade. Though. You know, back in the day, I used to. <laughs> you used to what? Oh man, back in the day, shut that mushy stuff down. Oh stop lord, okay, okay. But no, no, now come on, come with it. Okay, okay. We, we fell uh, in love. We got married. We got married. Um, 
Um, I talked about it on this podcast. We we had a kid. We had a kid. And uh, um, uh, rest in peace to the late great hmm. John Ross Dyke II, aka better known as better known as Baby D. Baby D. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what was I saying? But uh, what was I saying? But um, you was talking about yourself. Oh Lord, here you go. So, so today is the thirty first. It's December the thirty first of twenty nineteen. Of twenty nineteen, last 2019, of this decade. Man, twenty nineteen. I think you found yourself. I probably did. Yeah. I think I found myself spiritually. Okay. Um, and have you found your purpose? I believe that. I am learning it. Okay. It has not yet fully been revealed. Remember that I said my purpose in God. Mm. Not necessarily just my purpose, you know, but in him. Mm. I think that that's where a lot of people kind of, because to be honest, they try to design them pur- their purpose for themselves mm-hmm. and say, oh, I'm walking in purpose. But truthfully... I want to find my purpose in him. Mm. And I think that um, with the speaking of um, baby D, I think that um, I'm, I'm finding my purpose. And so, uh, you know, um, speaking on, on, on the King, man, um, mm, you know, uh, baby D man, um, I think that is a time period, especially when he was going, when, when we were in the hospital, I think that's a time period where I literally felt like a rat in a cage or mm. a, a rat in that revolving circle. Okay. Right? Because, you know, I, I was never forced to, uh, as a creative, be boxed in mm-hmm. for so long. Like, you know, sometimes with creativity, or a lot of times with creativity, um, you're free to roam. Mm-hmm. You're free to, you feel like this one day, you're good. You feel like this the next day, you're good. But it all falls in the span. If you can connect it all, it can span like that, right? Mm-hmm. But with Baby D in that box, you couldn't, the most consistent thing about that situation was him. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't, you couldn't like for me, my mind would be like this. Like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. But then that was the trophy right here baby d i gotta be here i got i need he he needs to hear me he needs to know that i'm here yeah he needs to know that i am i'm talking to him and so i i I went as a creative i went and bought him a movie Mm. right and uh you went you went ham on the on the on the gifts for him (laughs) but uh i just think that uh this decade man it was um magical if I could sum it up with one word, it was magical with a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. A lot of highs and lows. Yeah, because we, we started out, you know, and then we went to a high. Mm. Um, Beginning of the relationship. Yeah. And then when we got married, we was at a peak. And yeah. Then, Not a peak. The peak. The peak. Okay. The, the peak. peak. Okay. Because after marriage, we were good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. We were learning one another as a husband and a wife. Like, mm-hmm. we knew each other as boyfriend and girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. I remember you used to, my wife. And I'd be like, yo, <laughs> chill. Because <laughs> you my wife. Like, <laughs> like every everything was because you my wife. And I was like, yo, you're going to have to chill with that. <laughs> you know, that's like a trump card. 
<laughs> but um, we were on a peak, and then you know we decided after we got married. When we got married, mm. we would wait a year, mm-hmm. and um, wait we, a year. I I, I just <laughs> I always think that. You should just have that time as husband and wife, yeah. you know, experience one that, another. That, that I think was, my, all my fellas know, we, you know, sometimes some people get married and boom. Immediately you you pregnant. Mm-hmm. So you never get that t- time. Like we had some growing pains mm-hmm. um, when we were first married, getting mm-hmm. married. Like maybe two to three months after it was like, yo, wait, mm-hmm. who flipped mm-hmm. this switch on? Like, mm-hmm. where's JR that I married? You know, mm-hmm. he probably felt the same way about me, but we had to learn one another as a husband and a wife. And mm-hmm. so I felt like give us a year just to kind of iron out a few things. Mm-hmm. And I think going through that year prepared us for what was to come. Mm-hmm. Because if we would have went through, what we went through maybe straight out of marriage, no telling, like we've heard people say that they've lost their wet, their marriages behind a sick kid, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, one thing that this whole process taught me is about divinity and God's time and God's order. Like I can look back in 2018 and see where his hand was on my life when he made me leave my my church Mm -hmm. that I love, you know, it was like, yo, like how, how could this be? How could what we, what I grew, I grew up in this church. Mm -hmm. These are the people that I know when I think of church, this is all that I know. Mm -hmm. And I had to immediately be uprooted, but God put me somewhere where I could be ministered to. God put me somewhere where I could just, sit up under great leadership, sit up under the word and let it just fall on your spirit, fall fresh and carry you through. And one of the things um, in visiting your church as well, uh, Pastor Jeremy always reflects on a a scripture that says how we always look at the good promises of God. But one of the other promises of God is that you will have trouble. Mm. You're going to go through some stuff. Mm -hmm. But I am with you. You know what I mean? In the end, I'm with you. And so in us going through baby D's passing, I mean, not even baby D's passing, the pregnancy was rough. Mm -hmm. Now that I look back on it, my pregnancy was nothing like a normal pregnancy. And I remember my mom, which is your mom, saying, my heart aches for you because you're not having a good experience. But um, I didn't know. Yeah. I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. we got to go to this doctor, you know, okay, yeah. we got to do all these ultrasounds. Um, so I guess going into the story of Baby D, yeah. do you want to discuss? Ahead. we can go there. Um, so JR and I, we got pregnant in, well, we found out November 4th, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Um, found out November 4th. I just got back he from New Orleans. He just got back from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um crazy thing was man i was craving this dip that i had at randy's house over the she had like a little halloween whatever craving this dip came from randall's man i ate the whole thing (laughs) but in the meantime he was gone so i was like yeah i'm gonna just drink some wine or something go home and go to sleep because i had just got off of work and so um someone was like man but you need to take a pregnancy test 
because I think this is when we first started trying on our honey, mm-hmm. not honeymoon, but anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I took a pregnancy test and lower October twenty first. Little strip, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So then <laughs> I went and bought like five more pregnancy <laughs> tests. I still got some in the bathroom, and I bought the one that tell you whether it says pregnant. Not pregnant. Yeah. Sure enough, it said pregnant. So I didn't want to tell him why he was on the road, but um, I just did. I just lay him out or something. I think I, lay, I had him laid out. This is what happened. So I get back from New Orleans. I think uh, I think Tyrus dropped me off. Mm. Shout out to my man Tyrus Carruthers, uh, Carruthers uh, rather, and um, he dropped me off right. And for some reason, I had to, I had to. I think I had to take a shit. I'm just be honest. I had to take a shit, right? So I I get in there and I you know, um, I'm, yeah, you know, I left him out on purpose. Um, I, I'm I'm there, right? I'm just you know, trying to relax, and I look to my left and I say, "What the what, what the what?" And so I think I called you like you hey, text me and you was like, man. "What is this?" I was like, I called you, text you, you was like, "I'm in church." I'm yeah, in church. I was in church, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, call me right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was laughing because I knew he had seen it. You know what I'm saying? So um what a what a what a beautiful moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I remember that moment like it was yesterday. Yeah. So I I think I some I, I don't even know who I told first, but anywho. Uh I think your mama knew. My mama said that I was pregnant like almost a year ago. And I was like, no, I'm not pregnant. She was like, well, your body was getting ready. I was like, no, I wasn't. You sound like some Your body was we, getting ready. I think we went through the whole 2018 ain't tell nobody. I think, you know. I think the thing was you were supposed to like. Wait. Wait yeah. until you get to a certain. Clearly. And Man. I'm a nurse. But. Nursing is so special. You know, shout out to my boy Fred, um, Fred and Janine, because uh, that gala that year you didn't go, right? Yeah. And so Janine was like, uh, "Where's uh this?" I think this is the first person. Janine was like, "Nah," but I think Alexis, Alexis, shout out to my sister Alexis. She she called me and said she had a dream that you were pregnant. It was Jonathan. Jonathan said he had a dream that that we were pregnant, expecting, yeah, right? But dreams. but Janine. I said, nah, she's not feeling well. She was like, what? She's pregnant? And I was like, I didn't want to lie. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, <gasps> yeah. And so, and so I was just like, you know, I mean, but that was a great gala. Anyway, so, go ahead. Yeah. So pregnant, whatever. So we had to hold off. But the thing was, I had to tell my mom because I think at this point in time, our church was trying to do this fast or something was trying to go on because this situation that occurred that, you know, was going on, whatever. So I was like, mama, I came fast. But in the meantime, I had severe nausea, like mm. the entire pregnancy. Um, the nausea was just debilitating. Um, so I ended up telling my mama. And so then my mama ended up telling maybe my ADD and then my sister. And then before you know it, it just got out. Everybody knew. <laughs> um, but... The thing was, we were with one physician, and um, you know everything was good. You know, ultrasounds were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a plan. We got on uh, not birth control, but what is it? Vitamins, I don't, I don't know. prenatal vitamins. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we did all that, mm-hmm. but um, we started having problems. Mm-hmm. And um, just being a healthcare professional myself, 
Um, I didn't like the care that I was receiving because I felt like I was just a number, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and this was a very prominent OBGYN Mm -hmm. in the Houston area. So, um, over the MLK Day, man, I just had this excruciating pain in addition to nausea. So, we end up going into the assessment center, and that's when we realized that the fibroids were becoming an issue. Mm. And so, therefore, um, I just didn't, like I said, patient care just kind of was bad. So, we found another OBGYN, and uh, it was recommended by my sister-in-law. And not knowing, um, and I'm not a good researcher or whatever, we, she accepted our, you know, she accepted us mm-hmm. under her care. Mm-hmm. And then immediately she was like, oh, you got to go high risk. I think mm-hmm. we did one ultrasound and they were telling us, oh, well, this is around the time we don't see a foot. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did they tell us? Uh, we can't see the four chambers of the heart. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what? Mm-hmm. So then it's like, you got to go to a high risk. So... By this time, we're going to a high risk, and we're seeing this lady every two weeks. So, every two. So, JR <laughs> is like, you know, uh, Kizzy, be a patient. <laughs> because I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> ask questions. Like, even if they, Kizzy, be a patient. So, mm. that kind of put me into a, a mode of, hey, I trust this doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm, You know, I trust Guys, from experience, ask questions. I don't mm. care if it's the most remedial question ever. Ask. Ask until you feel like they have answered. Um, so we were going. They would do ultrasound, fetal ultrasounds. Um, did they see him? They couldn't tell us whether or not they... He was always just positioned. Uh, A little... No, he was just always in one position. Mm-hmm. Just every time we went, and I'm like, yo, one position? Mm-hmm. So then, um, make a long story short, we get to April. Mm-hmm. And they start telling us, hey, you not gaining enough weight, and your baby not gaining enough weight. So by this time, it's like, okay, what do we do? So my mama... I love her to death. Like, she went into mama mode for the mama. So she was like, look, we finna find you protein. So we went to Jovi's and <laughs> <laughs> we bought peanuts. We bought legumes. Is it legumes, lungums? We just Cashews. beans. Let's just say beans. We bought everything. We, yeah. <laughs> this girl made like three different type of beans. It was like, you're gonna eat these. Then we were drinking like high bo- high protein boost. Mm-hmm. Like I was force feeding. So then um baby D had gained some weight. Mm-hmm. I think he gained like two ounces or mm-hmm. one pound, two ounces. So mm-hmm. it was okay, it's just a matter of calories. Mm-hmm. So then um we go back in two more weeks, uh, after we did like a fetal echo and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, we go back and, uh, she was like, in so many words, <laughs> your baby not growing. We don't see a stomach bubble. So we like, what is a stomach bubble? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she tap, tap, tap. Uh, 
Yeah, we don't see a stomach bubble. Mm. JR, like, we, what is a stomach bubble? <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to be admitted. And then she said, initially, for the duration of your pregnancy. And mm-hmm. then she said, two weeks. So we got admitted immediately. So then. Um, in the hospital for two weeks. In the hospital for two weeks. I had to do an MRI with the baby in me. Like, that was the worst experience. Um, then they start saying that um, my fluid in my tummy was just like, uh, the volume was high. Yeah, and then we get, we get that. So doctor. then we start getting the. Oh, we get that neonatologist. Uh, Remember that neo. <coughs> I got a little tickle. They got, <laughs> yo, get this, get this guy out of here. Then we start getting um, like the bad stuff by now. Like mm. by now, we really just start to realize, all right, yeah. some ain't right. Uh, and the thing is this. I felt like during the pregnancy that they were trying to keep Mm -hmm. information about baby D from us. But I'm like, yo, we the parents, like Mm -hmm. prepare us. You know, that's the biggest thing that I felt we were um, let down was because they didn't prepare us for Mm -hmm. what was to come. It was kind of like, aha, well, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. So um, they start saying the... I can't rip. Man, I'm losing the words. So where you want to go? The amniotic fluid was high. So okay. then that's when they start saying esophageal atresia. Uh, Which I still don't know what that means. So they were pretty much <laughs> telling don't know us what that, means. that baby D esophagus did not attach to his stomach. That's why we couldn't see the stomach bubble. And that's why the amniotic fluid was growing because he wasn't swallowing it, which was kind of mm. like uh, developing his digestive system. Um, so pretty much it's when they're in the, the, the tummy, they should swallow the amniotic fluid and just pee it back out, swallow mm-hmm. pee back out, right? Mm-hmm. So he was peeing fine, but mm-hmm. he just wasn't necessarily swallowing. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we get 36 the, the days. The finale Mm-hmm. Of Game of Thrones, I fall asleep. And uh Oh, you told okay. I, I, I don't know where where you were, but like six nurses come rushing in. So Oh, show was. I watched we watched Game of Thrones yeah, in the hospital. That was show that was, was the finale. Oh, I was pissed. Like shit. I fell asleep on the finale. Like <laughs> I was just like, yo, this is <laughs> I remember trash. <laughs> I was I was just thoroughly upset. Yeah. But I fall asleep. Six to seven nurses come rushing in, and I wake up, and I was like, yo, what's going on? So initially, I'm like, yo, I'm good, but then I forget that I was pregnant or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they was just like, your baby had six minutes of deceleration. So I was like, well, what does that mean? You know. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of got a little ag because I was like, yo, y'all had me on this monitor, mm-hmm. but six minutes of deceleration who, why y'all wasn't watching? Why did it take so long for somebody to come in? You know, mm-hmm. whatever. So um, that's when the doctor came in the next day and said that we delivering at one o'clock. Mm. I went to work that morning. Yeah, and I called you back. And came right on back. Yeah, I called you back. Baby D came. Yeah. Uh, so from there, yeah. 
I think that's when we wrap the decade. We uh not wrap the decade, but we go out of the decade with with uh something that will push us forward in the next decade to health wise, spiritual wise. Yeah. You know. So um bypassing I guess we'll bypass the hospital stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we to. need to because we, we need a whole nother three hours. So this is what I'll say with the hospital stay. And this is coming from a nurse to nurses. Mm, okay. Nurses. Okay. 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 Um, one, um, I strongly believe in that you have to have a love for people, mm. like people as far as sick people, but also people in general. Shout out to Megan Lee. Megan Lee was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what's my little baby? She Texas children. Uh, May. May. Shout May. out to May. Listen. If you ever have a nick you, you did you, won't did make. you like the, did you like the nurse from um um she was from I think she was from um Man, Lone don't City. ask me about no nurse that you already know that I don't care for. Ben, she was the one that 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 you said got too per, that got too personal. Did, what's your first name? You got too personal. Where we at? Who? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, uh you got to have a heart for people. And although you may have never been where a loved one of yours or you have been in a critical state, you got to understand that these people are holding on to any little positivity. Like they're looking for any progress to say that my baby or my loved one is going to get better. Mm-hmm. And so um, the do not by any means, if you are going to be a NICU nurse, Tell a mother that you cannot give her any information on her child. Mm. Mm. You know that, that was, was that that was that was, that was like crucial. like or and these are just situations that I had when they are small like that. The biggest thing is keeping them warm. Mm. So once I armed myself with knowledge, I know what to look for. And so that was another situation where Baby D had just came back from a procedure. And his heart rate was dropping. And I was like, yo, his heart rate is normally 150s, 140s. Why is it like 120s? But just within a matter of them transitioning him back into his isolate, it was like 110s, 100s. And so when it got to like 90, it started ticking. You know, the the monitor started alarming. Mm. But this nurse wanted to go home. So what she did was... (laughs) She started trying to change the alarm settings. And I was like, no, 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 no. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Like, don't touch those settings. Mm -hmm. Figure out why the machine is alarming because that's what it's set for. So don't be that nurse to where you're willing to cut corners because the truth of the matter was baby D was cold. Mm -hmm. So that's why his heart rate was coming down. So understand that when people are in especially critical care settings they are looking for any glimpse any type of hope you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so just have some compassion mm. um there are there were awesome nurses like nakisha uh, at Texas Children's, I will forever hold. She will forever hold a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Just in I'm how talking she, about the woman, the woman we go to church with. Yes, okay. just in how she shout handled, out to her. Yes, how she handled us. How and I'm and the thing is this: that's her standard of care. I'm sure whether it's any person, 
race, color, creed, sex, origin, or whatever. That's probably how she treats, not probably, that's how she treats everybody that comes to Texas Children's. Mm -hmm. um, what else can I say? Um, me, personally, I believe that people do not pass away until their God-given purpose is complete. Mm. And I believe that Baby D's God-given purpose was complete in 36 days. Mm. Um, JR and I had had to endure some things that our parents have never experienced. And so, therefore, we have to cling to one another to figure out what's the next step. Where mm -hmm. do we go? How do we go? And... Um, I believe that one of the things that I tell JR, and I remember when we were sitting by Baby D's uh, isolate, I was like, yo, this is us. Mm -hmm. It was just me, him, and... Only family and can like, get that close to me. I was Keep like, strong. This, this is us. And um, I always tell JR that I've always been committed, but that day that I noticed that this was our family... I became devoted to mm, you mm. because oh, put, put a round of applause right there. No, it don't even need no applause. No, I don't need nobody to to applaud what I'm saying to you. Mm. Um, I believe that Baby D had to come and restore us to a right fellowship with God, mm. so that we could be able to hear from Him. Because in this process. Um, I had to, or we had to lean in on what we believe. Like mm -hmm. we could have, we could have went to counseling and I'm not saying that counseling was not an option. Mm -hmm. We could have looked to the universe. We could have did energies. We could have did, you know, we could have went to a whole nother religion or we could have looked anywhere else, but what brought me back to that statement was I'm grateful and grateful for our my foundation of being raised in the church and then your upbringing as far as <laughs> coming through as an adult. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You no know, doubt, no doubt. Because no doubt. when someone you love passes away, mm. if you don't have something to hold to, mm -hmm. you can go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can lose it. Um, I used to be a psych nurse and work at the psych ward, and I remember this mother whose son passed away, and the reason why she was in the psych ward was because she just lost it. Mm -hmm. And the thing was, she grieved as though she had no hope because she would sleep with her son's picture under her pillow. Like, mm. I had a moment similar to that, but... I'm so grateful that God grace kept me. And I remember one time just praying, God, keep my mind, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. keep my mind and, and, and don't let me lose this, but then also give me the strength to endure. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I realized in this process, and maybe this is where my creativity is going. Mm -hmm. uh, Bring it out. That, Let's go. Uh, we as humans, Americans, people we do not prepare for death we don't mm -hmm. we don't we know that death is is real we know that it's gonna happen 
We know that everybody has to die whenever. So we don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is we get so caught up on our investments down here. Oh, I got to have, you know, this and that. Well, we don't ever focus on our eternal investment. Mm -hmm. Like where your soul going to go? Mm -hmm. where, where you going to go? And so what Baby D's passing has done is, yeah, I'm going to get some stuff down here. I, I'm going to get the house. I'm going to get the car. I'm going to get the job. I'm going to get. But also, I need to make sure that I'm making some heavenly and some eternal deposits and eternal investments so that my soul can go somewhere. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so I just think that from his passing, um, when we have another child, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna death is gonna be talked about. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, um, in the African American community, you know, people used to buy plots mm -hmm. because they knew that death was Ever, inevitable. Was, yeah, was to come. And so now, I know sometimes you try to have conversations about. I don't want to talk about it. I'm mm -hmm. afraid. I'm scared. But I just believe that because it is something we all have to go through is definitely something that we have to prepare for, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. And so I know that's why I constantly talk about it with you and you probably be like, yo, <laughs> kind of morbid, you know, like, <laughs> yo, I don't want to talk. Like, dang. But it's so true that we have to figure out, choose, choose today. Yeah. Well, where are we going to go eternally? You know, yeah. um, I personally, I haven't looked at the seven stages of grief. I think, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm sure there are seven stages, but I think that there's, it's a continuum. You know, mm -hmm. one day you heal, one day you there. One day you, you fast ahead in your healing or your grieving process. And the next day you didn't hit the brakes. You know, you might go diagonal, back, forward, you know. So mm -hmm. I don't think that grieving is, oh, this step, this step. It's it's a continuum. Like, it it flows. Because some days, we good. Mm -hmm. And then other days. We're in tears. It's not in, <laughs> you know, um, mm -hmm. at a point to where um, you Some just bearable. think that you can't make it. But. I do thank God for his grace. Um, I thank God for the healing process because at one point, well, I talked to Jr. about it, it feels like a burden. It, like it's like a, it's a, a true weight. Like mm -hmm. you can feel it. Mm -hmm. And I know that both of us have gotten to a point to where we no longer physically hurt. You know, um, a lot of it is... I think I still do sometimes. You still do, of course. Yeah, I think I still do sometimes. For me, it, it it the weight has lifted, but there are moments where, um, you think about it, like mm -hmm. you're like, "Yo, mm -hmm. how did this happen?" You know? Why me? Yeah, and I think for me, when I try to bring a reality or bring a a answer to what it is. You can't because this is on some God stuff. This mm -hmm. is on some some nat supernatural stuff. Yeah. And so I just believe that God will turn our ashes to beauty. But I just believe that if we think about everything that has taken place in our life, it has been so ordained, mm -hmm. you know. 
Um, and so um, I don't know where I'm headed with that in my creativity. It's all see, look. It's it's one of those things where creativity is just so broad, right? And as you as you delve into it, you you begin to figure out what it is or the path that you're leading to. Yeah, and 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 I mean somebody needs to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I, I and I don't and understand I don't live in this this morbid world. Now granted I do see death a lot. Yeah. Um you at do. work. Like you do. I, I, I see it a lot. But I think with my own situation and where I'm going and how it affects, like I wanna be one prepared for my own time, but also I want to also be prepared when you go or, mm-hmm. and I may go before you or when mm-hmm. my parents go mm-hmm. or when I we have children, I want them to be able to be okay. You yeah. know, it's okay to leave them property. It's okay to leave them homes and houses, but are you going to leave them a foundation that they can mentally and spiritually hold on to? Yeah. That's one of uh, Kanye West's songs, Soul's Anchor. <laughs> like, man, listen, I believe this man, like, God is, God is. This is the beat, y'all. God is. I know. I'm hoarse. But. uh, (laughs) A shelter in the time of storm. Man, you got to hit it with him for one more time. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. um, So, uh, let me take it here. So, um, the New Year's Eve episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. To say, today is December the 31st, 2019. Mm-hmm. And if I'm looking at the clock correctly, it's, it's going on 2 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means that we have 2 a.m. to 2 a.m. is 12 hours, and then we have 8 hours. We have 20 hours until the ball drops. Okay. What do you hope to attain in 20 hours? Man. Before the new year. I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh. I got 20 hours, right? Yeah, till the ball drops. You know, it's always, I guess, a thing to do some resolutions. Okay. So I'll probably do one or two. I don't want to do too many resolutions. Yeah. Um, I do plan on sleeping. Okay. Like, I'm legit sleep. Is your church having watch service? Hope City? I don't know, no. You don't know? I think, think this past Sunday was the last services okay. we have of the new of, mm, of 2018. So we typically, when we don't go to church, we'll bring it in on our knees, and praying. Knees praying a little, yeah. yeah. We don't do that. That's that's been. I think every time you, when when a man get into a relationship with a church going woman, I think that's where I'm, that's where that man be. Go ahead, because I gotta grab some. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I think that's one of the things. Um, let's see. Um, 2020. We talked about resolutions. That's it, man. Sleep. Oh, we're gonna go over to my mama house. Uh, you know, my mama cooked the chitlins, the black eyed peas, the greens, and then we had this big family uh breakfast. So once I go over there, I probably will stay. But no, I want to go see your parents. So, um, but one thing I do want to say in 2020, there were a lot of people who either prayed for us, who just kind of did a little extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I want to do, I do want to say thank you to them. Yeah. Um, I want to say, um, thank you to, let's see, who can we start out? 
Man, uh, we got a list of people. We got a list of people. Who who you gonna start out with? Saying thank you to? Yeah. Um I say thank you to uh is it LaBeau? LaBeau? No, Maria LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Man, yeah. I don't know why I want to call yeah. her LeBeau. I think yeah. I know somebody named LeBlanc. Maria LeBlanc. Um, my, my. But Pastor LeBlanc, she came up to the uh, hospital. hospital. She prayed with us. And she prayed a prayer that I didn't necessarily understand initially. I was like, yo, this is not me. And <laughs> initially, our prayer was, you know, embarrassment. Um, worried about what other people said. And while I was in the hospital, that wasn't my concern. But after that became my concern, I was embarrassed. Like, yo, people going to think something wrong with us. People going to think I did something wrong or, you know. And so I'm just grateful that she she dropped that in my, you know, spirit for me Mm -hmm. to be aware that that was even going to be a potential emotion or thought process that I had. So, Um, her prayer, she came to the funeral as well. Um, to Pastor, Pastor Landrew. Landrew, he listen, that man, um, definitely was his entire church is a example of what the body of Christ should be. And I was so grateful for him because, um, he officiated the uh, cer- the, not on. the ceremony, but yeah. the the funeral services, mm-hmm. um, because at the time I didn't have a pastor, so mm-hmm. for him to do that, and he even came out to pray for Baby D, mm-hmm. um, and some of the things that he said to this day still resonates with me, um, so I'm grateful for that. Shout out to Terry Dyke. Terry, listen, everybody, everybody need, need a Terry. Everybody need Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs a Terry. Um, now that the months have passed, that Baby D has been gone, till this day, Terry still gives us scripture of encouragement mm-hmm. from the word. Mm-hmm. It was so funny that they had to tell Terry, please turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Terry would come into the NICU and blast just you know sermons about healing and mm-hmm. one person was like yo can you turn that down and terry was like look everybody in here need healing because if they didn't they wouldn't have been here <laughs> and i just love listen i love the fact that terry still gives us that covering of if you're not praying i'm praying for you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and if you're not speaking it or if you can't speak it or if you can't see it I'm going to speak it and I'm going to see it for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. Amber. Mm-hmm. Yo, that was one of the things that I believe that Baby D was divine in, was mending relationships. Um, in twenty in this decade, I lost my best friend um, somewhere when it, within it. And for the longest, I just kind of, you know, just friends here, friends there, friends here, friends there. But... Amber has been a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my sister. Um, that's a whole nother story about... Your, your, your blood sister. Yes, my blood same sister. Same mama, same daddy. Same mama, same daddy. <laughs> but that's another story about the evolution of our relationship. But when I tell you that when I needed somebody to pray for me and I couldn't pray for myself, um, my sister would call on every angel in heaven to be dispatched to the earthly realm into the heavenly realm um on our behalf mm-hmm. and just you know she was coming in anointing baby d 
and and always had a word of encouragement mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, Clarence, mm-hmm. Terrence, um, like the unity that we have, um, my my parents in love, like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like Didn't I don't, miss a day. I don't even want no new look. <laughs> look. JR leave me, that's okay. I still got Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Dyke. Like I I've I've gained and I told oh, them this. I've man. gained a sister and two brothers. Like mm-hmm. and I'm talking about like it ain't no even no in-laws in this. This is just yeah. Love, you know. Mm-hmm. Um to Don um Mm-hmm. to Jamie. Jamie was another one. And that's a whole nother story about just somebody who was like, yo, tell me what I need to pray for. Mm-hmm. Tell me specifically what I need to pray for. Mm-hmm. And just continual encouragement. And for a little bit, I didn't know how to receive that because mm-hmm. I am like a recluse. Recluse and keep stuff to myself. Mm-hmm. But Jamie mm-hmm. just all like I always support. She used call me on your way from work. Call me to work, you know. And so mm-hmm. you need a Jamie in your closet, mm-hmm. not your closet, but in in, in on in your, your team. circle, yeah, yeah in your yeah. circle. Um, Diane, she came down from Austin or Tulsa, one or two. Uh, man, Nellie Swanson. Mm-hmm. I know. I, she, she said, sent us a gift card. Yeah, I was like Nellie. I don't even have no appetite. Don't even work. She was just like mm-hmm. yo. I could only imagine. So it's amazing. Nellie and I have not probably talked in years. Her mom is a nurse. And I mm-hmm. used to go to, and um, just to know that she was praying for me. And I was just like, you know, God is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? My mama. Mm-hmm. Shout and out to Mrs. Farmer. My mom would sit at Baby D's bedside like it was like he was her own. Mm-hmm. And uh she, she would just hold us down. She gave us the opportunity to just step away, you know. Yeah. yeah just yeah. to leave. Yeah. Um, even JR dad. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Big JR, K. Big K would Crystal say Big K. Crystal she used to call him Big, Big K, K in high school. Um, JR would dad would sleep overnight with baby D. Mm-hmm. Y'all get y'all go. Y'all go to the room. Y'all I got this. Shout out to and, the Ronald McDonald house. Yes. And he would sit <laughs> and he'll talk about depreciation. And Baby mm-hmm. D would respond to him. Mm-hmm. Um, to Mrs. Dyke. She would go to work and mm-hmm. then you'll come see her. Mm-hmm. And she'll just sit there. And um she man. Shout out to man. There's a lot of shout outs, man. She we'll be here loved another- be another like, three hours shouting people out. The love up. that she just like always sent Baby D. Mm-hmm. Like even us, she always, you know, um, she was always there. Like mm-hmm. even like the yeah. most motherly like hug. Like one time she gave me and I couldn't do nothing but just just fall in her arms because yeah. I felt like she was going through what I was going through. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, shout out to a lot of people, man. Donna, Terry, Bobby, yeah, shout out Terrence, to, uh, Clarence. Uh, everybody everybody who was praying for me. Kings Israel uh, number 19. 
uh, Miss Elaine and her husband, like. I said Kings of Israel number 19. Yes. Listen. <laughs> Shout out to ladies of, ladies, ladies, ladies of the East number six. Ladies of the East. Shout out to. Uh, will um, always have a heart shout out, place. Shout out to. Uh, shout out to. Uh, they uh, came Sheree and, and her chapter. They sent us a. I'm sorry, Sheree. I don't know if you'll make it this far, but I'm sorry. Uh, Serenity. I think I can't think of their, their chapter name. They sent Rhonda us a flower. Rhonda sent us flowers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. Uh, Auntie. I know Auntie helped create this basket. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven South wanted to. My night mm-hmm. nurses. They came to the funeral. I was like, oh my God. Like, Shout out to Dr. Shaw, man. Yes, Dr. Shaw. I love yeah, um, my yeah. co-workers because. This is the, this the, this the episode 45, man. Yes. This is the you listen, you asking who I'm closing? Uh, man, I would hate to miss somebody name. Shout out to uh, Wiz, Wiz and oh Rhea. Oh my God! Yes, Jeez. they dump them. Yeah, yeah. Wiz, I've I, I, as a I've always admired her. Mm-hmm. Like always admired her poise mm-hmm. uh she just always had a swag about her you know mm-hmm. and i was like yo i think jr asked me one time if you you know could emulate one person is it is sheila cleveland like man her mm-hmm. swag and then Rhea is like I, I i think of her as like a, a good girlfriend but almost like a sister as well mm-hmm. they they had a repass for us they was like look they just opened their home up to mm-hmm. all of us and took us in um good people mm-hmm. good solid yeah real people your shouts out to my shout outs all right you know i got a whole list of shout outs alexis jonathan alexis, of course jonathan of course uh, who else? my people shout out i love y'all man a lot of people man i mean i mean uh, to phil anybody, and mike they came to the hospital absolutely one time. anybody who sent us a message uh to mm-hmm. say to ask how baby d was my baby ann ann was right mm-hmm. there along the line she was always giving me some um, nursing advice. Edric. My boy Edric uh, called me every Charlotte. night. And I, I hate that we've gotten to the point to where we're calling people names out, but I promise you, it is because of you guys who kept us lifted mm-hmm. that we have progressed to this point. Mm-hmm. Shout are, out to Dre Jones. Dre. Big boy. He has some Drew, very Drew. encouraging words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, if you. Fred. Brian. You you sent a text. I think Jr. posted it on uh, social media because I got tired. People was like, "Hey, how the baby doing?" And it's like mm-hmm. he gone. <laughs> oh lord! But if they man. if you wrote a message on um, Facebook or Instagram, ah, oh, how can I forget my nieces and nephews? Mm-hmm. Shout uh, out to shout out to Abby and Josiah. Abby and Josiah, my boy. Abby and Josiah got a chance to see him. Dookie with and. Uh, the thing was, I was afraid to let them see him because I didn't know if they would um, know how to process. Yeah. But I let Abby see him, and Abby came back, and her mom was like, well, Abby, how did he look? And she said, wonderful. And, like, mm-hmm. I think tears just came because... Oh, yeah. The fact that she could see him and y'all, 
it's not pretty when a little baby is sick because mm-hmm. the first thing that they do is swell up. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he was born 2.2 ounces, mm-hmm. two pounds, two ounces. He probably passed away at what, about eight or nine pounds just because of mm-hmm. fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I eventually tatted that word on my on my left arm, but wonderful. She, she called him wonderful, and I was mm-hmm. just like, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, my niece, Khalees, She's so thoughtful. Um, gave us those coupons. She gave us some coupons. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know y'all gonna get hungry, so here goes some coupons. Yeah. But she gave us coupons to like little restaurants or something. Shout Josiah, out to Chloe, Chloe Farmer too with them hugs. Yeah. Mugs coming yeah, handy. Josiah, yeah. he wanted his 12th birthday party at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like Joe Rich, you can't. Mm-hmm. You cannot. And I know that this podcast is probably extremely personal um but i hope that at some point somewhere along the lines you guys received something out of it yeah from this is the last JR. podcast of the year baby you know we here we you know here. what i'm saying we here we so here. listen this is what i'll say okay uh you didn't say you didn't want to do resolutions that's cool no i said i'm gonna do some resolutions okay what, what are your resolutions oh y'all i'm sorry my nose <laughs> dripping <laughs> <laughs> go and get it. I look, I hit him with the. Go, go and get I'm it. I'm gonna wash my hands after this. I'm so sorry. Go and get I it. I forgot get that it. he record. <laughs> Is that red light still on? Yeah. We still in business. Then. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Resolutions. So. Um, and now we're looking at yeah we we still at we were at twenty hours twenty hours and and some minutes now we 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 walking into twenty hours. Okay. So. Resolution is one to continue to strengthen my prayer life mm-hmm. because I can tell when I don't read my word and when I'm not praying with God that thoughts was my thing is it's always up here with me. Like mm-hmm. if I can keep my mind stayed on him or at least just continue to like get something daily or just converse with him, like, um, that's my thing. I mm-hmm. need to definitely continue my, my prayer life um, or strengthen my prayer life. Uh, continue to build us. Mm. Um, so a lot of times I don't know nothing about no podcast. Mm. And that sounds <laughs> real ghetto and real wrong. But he be like, yo, my podcast going to blow. Wait till I see real podcast. And I'm just like, yo, man, I don't understand it. <laughs> like help me like explain you know i i'm not resistant to it but i know that i could be more supportive mm. um so my goal is to support you more in mm. your endeavors mm-hmm. of pushing your podcast and trying to figure out how to get you to the next level mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, cuz when you win we win we no win. doubt no doubt um resolutions i need to lose some weight um, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah. With the whole situation. But baby, you look good though. You Listen, look good though. You I look need, good, I, baby. I need, to, I need to drop this weight. You I, look good, baby. No, you look good. You I look good to me. It. You look good to me. Thank you. That's you know, that's you know what I'm saying? Hold on. You, you going um, oh. oh okay. Nah, hold on. We gotta Dude, practice. We forgot how, how we, we gotta practice. We gotta practice. Um I gotta lose some weight. So. Okay. Um, listen, 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 baby, listen. Okay, let me take you here. Okay, Houston, Texas. All right. Um, this being episode number forty-five. Okay, the last. All right, 
Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, here, here we go. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next for you, kids? Uh, do we have to be one thing? And you can, the most immediate thing. Oh, we're about to buy this house. Okay, for sure. That's one of my goals in 2020. Yeah. House time. No, that's, that's the goal. House time. Yeah, it's house time. Yeah. House time. I think that we've... We're we, we, we on the same page about that one. We yeah. on the exact same book, same page, same chapter, same line, same paragraph. We here. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So, okay. Um... It's been an ongoing joke, Houston, Texas. Not a joke, but really. Oh, yeah. It's been an ongoing theme. Man. I, I, when I said this, I said, listen, I said, baby, I give this exclusive T-shirt on, on the podcast, and my wife was like, can I get one? And, you know, when you are one, like we are, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you kind of change the subject. So, what's going on outside? You see that construction outside, baby? That's one how it was. She was like, can I get one? I was like, uh, that construction outside, it's kind of loud, ain't it? Yo. So, I had to figure out a way to get her a black SVIT because I don't want a couple and they've been laying around the house and I said, you better not wear that and shirt. I'll, and, I'll, and, 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 <laughs> and I started because... You wore one? No, I ain't never wore one. Okay. But... Like you were mad that you ain't you ain't yes. yeah you were mad that you because get I'm one. just thinking to myself like look man what's yours is mine what's yours is mine no doubt what's mine is yours no doubt look you better give me one of these shirts <laughs> I, I'm gonna be able to wear one of these. I mean because to be honest this is the most icy one of all <laughs> like all these look nice but this one right here it's something about that black though you listen, hear me I like like. JR always tell me it ain't black and white. It's never no gray with you. But to me, this one looks <laughs> like it's like Rudolph. Ooh, you know? Yeah, the only reindeer with the red nose. Yeah, no it's doubt. like no but doubt. the what what DMX I'd like DMX version. I was trying to get it in my head. <laughs> but that's okay. But yo, it's been long. Oh, give me Okay, on. so so I have here the black SVI. Yo. T-shirt. I okay. shall wear it tomorrow. <laughs> no doubt. I'm gonna take a picture New of it. Year's, yeah. Yes. Yes. New yes. Year's Eve. No. Well, we'll be fully into New Year's Eve. Yes. Running around and stuff like that. But go ahead, man. You know, I'm gonna give it Come to. On. I give it to every creative yes. and upcoming, up and coming creative. Listen, right. I yes. give it to every up and coming creative. I'm ready. Right. So, and that one, that one might be fresh off the press. Mm, yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking. It's. It's time. It's 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 been long overdue. Listen, long Houston, overdue. Texas, man. This is episode forty-five. So I want to say shouts out to Wayne Ashley. I want to say shouts out to Trey Rogers, Will Steen. I want to say shouts out to uh, who did episode eight. I don't remember. Um, I want to say shouts out to Miss Blue. I want to say shouts out to um, Donna. Bink the artist Donna. I want to say shouts out to uh, 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 Sir John Monet. I want to say shouts out to Demaria. Demaria, rather. I want to say shouts out to Mike, uh, Addy. Um, I'm missing some Rodney did the podcast. Yeah, congratulations on your engagement. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I want to say shouts out to, I'm moving on, uh, I'm moving on. Uh, K.A. Wright, who's got his book, Just Like You, that I bought for Baby D. He signed for Baby D. Rest in peace to Baby D. I want to say rest in peace to, and I would be remiss, but I got to say this. Yes, sir! I want to see rest in peace to Thelma Jean. 
Oh yeah. I want to say rest oh, in yeah. peace to Thelma Jean. That's family. Rest in peace to uh, Baby D. I yeah. want to say shouts out to. Let me go back from forty four. I want to say shouts out to Todd. He was on forty one. I want to say shouts out to who's on forty four. I want to say shouts out to the Midnight Movie Watchers. I want to say shouts out to Zen Ashe. I want to say shouts out to. Uh, damn, it's just been so many people on the podcast this year. I'm missing some people. Let me look. Hold on. Um, forty. Who's on forty? That boy said yes, sir. <laughs> I want to say shouts out. There's so many shouts out I want to do, man. I want to say shout out to. Man, there's so many shout-outs I want to do. I want, I'm looking at the playlist right now. Okay, here we go. I want to say shout-out to Tempest Green. Yes. She did two episodes. On, I want to say shout-out to... Hold uh, on, hold Eureka. on. Uh, Narika. I texted her the other day. I texted her that she didn't respond. Are you ready to do another... Uh... I want to say shout-out to Courtney. I want to say shout-out to Black Blues. I want to oh. say shout-out to... Uh, shout-out to my man, KOC Go. I want to say shout out to who? Who else am I looking at? I want to say shout out to uh, ooh Julie P White Photography. I want to say shout out to uh, my boy Pierre Simon. Pierre Simon, um, who wrote the book? Your mama read the book. I want to say shout out to Ruby. I want to say shout out to Janae. Yes. I want to say shout out to uh, Kalea. I want to say shout out to Asia. I want to say y'all need to check out the Stories and Poems podcast. It's dropping in 2020. We starting, we kicking that back up. Y'all need to check out TempestLives.com. I want to shout out, um, I want to shout out um, Monique. I want to shout out Coach Waller. She did the podcast. Yeah. I want to shout out Mike Abijon. I want to shout out Destiny Arrivable, Addy. I want to shout out Rodney, like I said. I want to shout out Kennedy and Demaria. I want to shout out uh phil he did the podcast i want to shout out ka Wright. uh uh kennedy did the podcast my sister narika that's about it man okay episode 46 next week you know what i'm saying no episode we don't start over episode one no no we just gonna keep going we're gonna keep no ain't no seasons two we're gonna keep going i ain't taking no break we're gonna keep going episode 46 next week you know what I'm saying? Um, okay. What else, man? What else? This is the last episode. The ball dropping less than 20 hours, man. What's so going what's on? what's next for what's next? Man, uh, I was looking up a search the other day, and um, I looked up Houston, Houston's top five podcast. It really didn't come out clear, but I need to do better research. I want to get on that list. Okay. I want to uh, be the top five podcast in the city, top five podcast in the state, you know, Um I'm just grinding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Another 52 episodes in 2020, maybe even more depending on the growth of our podcast. You know, I might drop two a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and since I'm now uh co-hosting, now I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to get you to maybe we could create a podcast. Maybe outside so. of the what's next we'll podcast, see. we One could create a podcast, you know, on a whole another situation. Was like, you know, you really need to be doing podcasts with these gems you dropping. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. God is. Yeah, that oh. name of the, God is. That's, That's you know good. you know. Um just, you know, I just think that uh, with what with where I am now, like, listen, back in the day we used to sing this song that says, um, think on things eternal. Mm. And um, I like 
now my goal is to to just be mindful of my eternal destination where I'm going. Mm. Granted, am I going to mess up? Yes. Mm. Granted, am I going to... I don't, I don't know. People always say backslide, but they use it for a, a midget of, mm. I guess, sins or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. my purpose for, for me and you is to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. And to, to be able to see uh, Jesus, but also be able to see baby D. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And if we could also bring other people along with us, mm-hmm. um, just by letting them know that what they're going through is not the end. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people grieve without hope, but to be honest, it's hope. You know, mm-hmm. you can make it. You You can... Endure like God gives us endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could just go on and on, go on and on. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I started reading my Bible from the beginning to, and it was like, oh my God, like mm-hmm. this is speaking definitely directly to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, and then I leave it with, you know, the last thing that. I've read was how the children of Israel are getting ready to go over into the promised land. Mm-hmm. And uh, God tells them to be strong and to be of good courage. And so for anybody that's listening to this, it's blinking. Mm-hmm. Um, that means it's running out of space. I'll just tell them to be strong and to be of good courage. Houston, Texas. I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And see you in 2020. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, in them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more wet, nah, that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace of Spades, that Ace of Spades get cracked, we like, cheers to the money guys, the willy niggas, who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors, yo, yo, salute my dude, Yes, we did it again, sipping with no remote.